Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Our next ESPN NHL matchup is tonight on Zay Kopitar and the Kings will face Austin Matthews and the Maple Leafs coverage begins at 8 Eastern. Meanwhile, time for a little wake-up call. Give a listen to the Bruins win in overtime. Luskarinen, a back foot snapshot. A generous bounce. Pavel Zaka scores! Pavel Zaka brings the Bruins back from two goals down to beat Florida. Throw the cat off the cliff. I'm sorry, what was that? What? It's a very odd call. Isn't it? <laughs> there must be something uh, that we don't know about in that. But the one thing I do like about don't do that. it is that in that hour, <laughs> we demonstrated yes. the sports equinox. Yeah. For the 29th day ever, we had football, basketball, baseball, and hockey all played on the same day. We showed you highlights from all four in hour number one. And here comes hour number two of Get Up Live from the Seaport. Brought to you by Grey Goose. The biggest story was not a game that was being played, although I guess you could characterize it as a game that James Harden has played many times before. And won. While you were sleeping, the massive news from Woj out of the NBA. The Clippers get James Harden from the Sixers in blockbuster trade style involving seven players. There's four draft picks. It's a pick swap. Let me show you what it looks like. Take a moment and just read through the names there. Harden and two others go into the Clippers. Philly gets four veteran players. They get two first-round picks. They get two second-round picks. They get a future pick swap as well. And so leave it to Woj to upstage NFL trade deadline day with the biggest trade of the NBA season. He had it while you were sleeping overnight. I'm giving you the floor here. We knew this. We knew it's what Harden wanted. It did not always appear that there was going to be an easy path. How did they get there and what does it mean? Uh, Greeny, in a lot of ways, James Harden eventually wore down the Sixers organization. Uh, the idea of reincorporating him into this team uh, that started that has started off really well, winning two of their first three games. Uh, Tyrese Maxey looks like an all-star. Uh, and the belief that the Sixers had that they were getting the Clippers' best offer now, uh, that got the deal done. Uh, conversations started again over the weekend. And then deep into the night last night, around 1.30 a.m., 1.45 a.m., the Clippers and Sixers reached an agreement uh, and the deal was done. And now, listen, L.A. gets what they've wanted all along. You know, a frontline point guard to pair with Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. And the Sixers now, they get the kind of draft assets that they wanted that allows them to go out uh, perhaps later in the season and see if they can't replace James Harden with a player who can help this team make a run in the East. Yeah, so, so we know this is what Harden wanted. We see what they put together in L.A. Health remains a big question, but if those guys are healthy, clearly, that's an insanely talented roster. Let's leave them to the side. What does it mean for Philly? And, and I guess maybe more to the point, 
What does it mean for Joel Embiid's future in Philly? But Daryl Morey hopes that they can address Embiid's short-term future, again, by using those draft picks, the expiring contracts, uh, to go out later this year and flip those assets in a trade. And certainly uh, the Sixers look at what they got uh, in this deal. They see it as comparable uh, to what the Celtics had in going out and getting a Drew Holiday. Uh, Philly bid on Drew Holiday. They didn't have enough. They think now they would have enough, you know, for the next uh, borderline all-star or all-star player who might become available this season. And then next summer, and this has been Philly's plan all along, they have max uh, salary cap space uh, to go out. They can use that in free agency. They could use it in a trade. And so they hope now, you know, as they reshaped his roster, they can make a case to Joel Embiid uh, that, Uh, this is still a place that he can stay and compete for a championship. Woj, outstanding work as always. Thank you very much for this, my man. We'll have Timmy Legler a little later in this hour with his thoughts on how this trade worked out. So we have a disgruntled superstar who gets his wish. Let's talk about another. We'll work our way to Devontae Adams' night last night as we take you through the action of Monday Night Football. That's Aiden Hutchinson as the Lions hosted Monday Night Football for the first time since 2018. And you know what, Jeff? They've got a young, budding star in this tight end, Sam Laporta. Great catch, great finish, young man. So they got a lot of great young players. Lions up 16-7 at halftime. Look like he's going to be comfortable. And then Dominique, it wasn't. Oh, pick six. Everyone loves interceptions. Especially when you go to the crib. Marcus Peters seems ageless until he gets to the end of this. And that head goes back. My man, tied, tied. (laughs) Good run, though. That's his seventh career pick six. Throw was that low? Most by any actor. It was just bad. Never. But you want bad throws? Yes. We're going to get a bunch of them from Jimmy Garoppolo. Now that one's not a terrible throw, though it is behind Adams. Yes, he probably uh, could have caught it. However, and then Jameer Gibbs makes them pay. Oh my gosh! I miss running backs, man. I remember when I was a kid, we would see this every weekend. Outstanding running back play. I love seeing Jameer Gibbs, young fella, ball. Twenty-six carries, one hundred fifty-two yards. But then here's really the story of the. Look at the opportunities that Devontae Adams and Jimmy Garoppolo have. This from their own two-yard line. Jeff, where is this ball thrown? Uh, Up in the stands. Can we complete that wide open five yards? Got to make that play. Got to make it. Got to give him a chance. On fourth down, they go for it later in the drive. Let's hold it on fourth and ten. He's going to get sacked. The Lions (laughs) had six sacks. And then here's another. Five minutes left in the game. Look how open Devontae Adams is. I mean, come on. It's a really bad one. Both, I mean, that's, both wide open. Bro. That's two touchdowns right there. Oh. Garoppolo and the Raiders fall 26-14. Look at the frustration from Devontae. I honestly, I, I don't know what to say at this moment. I, I truly don't. I wish I had the, the words to, you know, to say something that's not going to get blown up in the media and, and taken out of context. So I'm going to just, I, I truly, I just don't know. What are you feeling right now? Can you elaborate on anything going through your mind frustration but i mean that's that kind of goes without saying 
All right, so look, he's a classy Classy young man. Everyone says it. Everyone loves him. And and look what we've done here. So right, like so, the first six minutes of this hour on this program, we just showed you James Harden, who got up in China and said, my relationship with Daryl Morey is broken. I'll never play for them again. I can't even look at him. I can't even talk to him. And for the fourth time in five years, got himself what he wanted, which is a trade. The NFL is a different place. Well, that's my point. It's a different place. But, you know, is there a way to, to be if Devontae Adams wants out and it certainly it feels clear that he does. Yes. What does he do? Get, tell him. Go, go, hey, let's get this done by four o'clock today. I'm out. We're, we're going to be rebuilding whatever it looks like, whether it's a new coach, new quarterback. I came here to play with Derek Carr. Y'all shipped him off. I, you're giving me plenty of targets. I'm still not getting the catches I want. I'm not getting the production I want. I want to go somewhere where I can go win. I'm 30 years old, a receiver who's one of the best in our game and has no chance at winning there in Vegas. Go, go make it happen. I think that's the thing, right? Like, I think his first choice would be for things to get better there. I think he'd like to, to win with the Raiders. But he's looking and seeing, you know, results after result that, that, that don't add up to that, to that kind of hope for right. the future. So, yeah, I think he's frustrated. But if he wanted to move... The offseason would have been the time to make that uh, to make that request, which is what Harden did, right? Yeah, but I mean, it's it's just there's a cost to everything, and there's a cost to Harden doing this is whatever it matters right. to his image. Devontae is not that type of guy, and I do think at the beginning of the season, this is a weird thing about all football players and football teams is you believe, sure, no everybody. matter how. And I thought Oakland was gonna, or excuse me, I thought Vegas wasn't gonna be good, but I promise you, Devontae thought they were gonna be good. So trying to force your way out then doesn't make sense. Trying to do it now, you're going to have to make a mess. And I'm not sure that you can go in there with the logic, although it makes sense. Like, hey, we're not going anywhere. Let's be serious. Get me out of here and you guys can build something. That's not with the timeline that Josh McDaniels has in mind. He did an interview, Devontae, with with Larry Fitzgerald on Monday Night Countdown last night. And Larry asked him what he likes about Garoppolo. And his his answer was, you know, it's the best I've ever played with in terms of just sort of, you know, saying my bad. Like when he makes a mistake. That's a terrible thing to be the first answer out of your mouth, right? Like That is nice, but you also wish he wouldn't have to say it so much. (laughs) He says it a lot. (laughs) He's the handsomest teammate he ever had, probably. I'm not sure if that makes a difference. One way or another. Look, I mean, you just said that that, that, that James Harden did it in the offseason. Yeah. But he's also done it in the regular season. Oh, I know. He did it there in the regular season. In Brooklyn in the regular season. works differently. Kyrie Irving did it in Brooklyn. He's a wet blanket. Kevin Durant woke up one morning and decided, I don't want to be in Brooklyn anymore. He slept in Phoenix that night. The point is, these guys, when you force the issue, you you make it have to happen. It can be done. The NFL just has never worked that way. But we have seen it a little more in recent years. I mean, uh, Jalen Ramsey getting out of Jacksonville. Right. Yeah. Odell, right at the deadline, after they didn't trade him, they found they found a way to to cut him and, and get him where he wanted to go. So, yeah, it, it does happen. I think we've seen Jadavian Clowney did it. I think way back with Houston. So, uh, it's just not as prevalent, and deals are tougher to make in the NFL. The trade deadline is too early in the season. The salary cap is is in some cases too restrictive at this point in the season, and that's why you don't see as much movement. What are the Raiders doing? I mean, they, yeah, they had that's the they, disappointing. Thing. The, Rich Bisaccia led that team through the John Gruden thing, the Henry Ruggs thing. Right. They make the playoffs that year. They play a, a, a pretty decent game against a team that wound up in the Super Bowl in the playoffs that year after overcoming like practically every ridiculous thing that could happen to you. So they couldn't fire him fast enough and bring in Josh McDaniels, and it's just a disaster again. It's a never-ending cycle of this sort, and now you get Devontae Adams, and he's dying to get out of there, and you're just going to wind up making him sit there. 
Yeah, it feels like there's no hope for that organization right now. I think uh, everyone thinks that the solution is to find the right quarterback. That's not always the solution. Exactly. It feels like they, you have to build a roster up, build some sort of identity. The Raiders had one at some point. It doesn't feel like they do anymore. Well, they had the right or they had a more right quarterback than the one they have now, right? right? And All they right. let him go. So I don't know what they're doing. Yeah, look, I mean, Derek Carr, he's not exactly like tearing it up in New Orleans. Like, I can understand if they wanted to upgrade, but I don't. Feel like that they wasn't did, great, yeah. and uh, you know it's it's a case of sort of a, a coach coming in and, and sort of saying, well, rather than try and win with what I have here, I want to bring in guys that I know can run what I want to run. I think history has shown us that that is not the correct approach, yeah. right? right? And, and that was a team, that Raider team, he took over that was that finished the season hot, made the playoffs in the face of all those terrible circumstances, and. It, it, he has not improved it. Equinox, we showed you hockey, we showed you football, <laughs> we showed you basketball, and here comes the World Series last night. Rangers, Diamondbacks, Game 3, World Series, tied one game apiece in Arizona. Bottom of two, Max Scherzer, Jeff, talk to me about this play. Oh, that's going to smart, fellas. That's going to smart. Hey, listen, a 120-mile-an-hour ball off your spine, oh, and he God. still goes, and that's unreal. He's a tough guy, gets out of the inning scoreless, actually pitched another uh, top of three, Rangers are leading at one nothing. Corey Seager with a man aboard. That might just sneak over the wall there, Dean. I don't know. <laughs> he hit that one 900 feet. Uh, Rangers extend to 3 nothing. Now to the fourth inning, and Scherzer, he wants to, but he just can't do it, right? Yeah, that pain, it, it, I'm sure. It's pretty tough. You can see the grimace in his face in the biggest moments he wants to be out there, but he hopes his team can hold on. This is the GM Chris Young saying, look, he just can't do it. Scherzer's night done. Three innings, two hits. No runs and a strikeout. Top of eight. Same score. So the Rangers up 3 nothing. But Adolis Garcia, who's having maybe the best postseason that we've ever seen, grabbing the side. What does this look like? Yeah, I mean, a trunk injury for a baseball swing seems like it's going to be hard for a guy who's been dominating this postseason. Again, just brilliant. Meanwhile, the bottom of that inning, Rangers up 3-1. The Rangers defense continues to be so good. They turn everything into a double play, as Danny said earlier. So the Rangers hold on to win it by a score of 3-1. to one. They take a 2-1 series lead, but all eyes and ears and everything are going to be on those injuries, particularly to Garcia. Uh, so we'll see what the Rangers can do about that. The next two games for them remain on the road, and that's the good news. They are 9-0 in this postseason, nine straight road wins, longest in a single postseason in MLB history. Now, of course, that's a stat that can only date back about 25 years, but 95, I think. Still up, so 30 years, but still, it is what it is. They haven't lost a road game this entire postseason. All right, let's go. Coming up, the Giants made a sneaky big move yesterday. Does it mean Saquon could be dealt today? We have the very latest. Plus, Burrow back and better than ever, right on time. Big test this week. We'll tell you exactly what a win would mean for the entire AFC. Thanks. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. 
Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Delicious, meat nutritious. In the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful pistachios, one of the highest protein nuts out there. Each one-ounce serving has 6 grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Wonderful pistachios also come in a variety of flavors and sizes, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. And you're on the go a lot, taking the kids to school, hopping from meeting to meeting, shopping for groceries. Well, the good news is, not only are wonderful pistachios a complete protein, providing all nine essential amino acids, they're also great for all your adventures. So whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut, or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. Visit WonderfulPistachios.com to learn more. Two guys drove to work. Neither guy wore a seatbelt. One guy got a ticket. One guy didn't. The same two guys drove home. One guy wore his seatbelt. One guy didn't. One guy made it home. The guy not wearing his seatbelt didn't. Don't risk it. Click it or ticket. Paid for by NHTSA. Back on Get Up. Happy Halloween. Well, we got the New Orleans Pelicans, Jose Alvarado, dressed up as Jigsaw from Saw. How do we like it? I don't really mess with scary movies like that. I like it. Really? Yeah. That's a good, that's a good one. I want to go to movies and laugh. I'll even go for a cry. He I don't want to be scared. He should have rode the tricycle. Yeah, he should have pedaled the tricycle. Come on, man. He don't got that type it's of... Not, it's not built for a basketball player, I don't think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you need a little taller tricycle. One way or another, with the Halloween theme being here, here comes our soon-to-be Emmy-nominated feature called <laughs> Spooky or Fluky. Oh, so this is our uh, scary version of the bad sign or bad game. I'll tell you something, and you tell me if it's a spooky sign or just a fluke. Graziano, the Chiefs lost to the Broncos. Is that a spooky sign or just fluky? That's as fluky as it gets. If you told me the Chiefs are going to turn it over five times every game the rest of the way, I would be concerned. But I don't think that's what's going to happen. Mahomes was sick. This is basically the Broncos Super Bowl. They just lost to him a couple weeks earlier. I, I think we can just throw that one out. All right, Jeff, let's go to Pittsburgh. Steelers lose to the Jaguars. Was that spooky or fluky? Oh, this is spooky. I mean, so they played seven games. <laughs> they have been outgained 776 yards. Every game they have been outgained. That is, whether it's Pickett, whether it's Matt Canna, blame, pick whoever you want, whatever it is. Unless you beat yourself, it's tough to lose to the Steelers at this point because of their offense. It's just, uh, that that's a spooky thing. I think spooky's the right word. Me too. <laughs> and then Dominique, San Francisco lost its third straight game. Spooky or fluky? Well, three in a row, <laughs> definitely spooky. Yeah. Uh, losing three games in a row is spooky to me. I think also what's happened to the defense is the biggest concern. They haven't been the shutdown defense that you go. we come to expect for the 49ers. That's putting a lot more pressure on Brock Purdy to be somebody that he hasn't quite become just yet. I think that's right. I think there is concern for San Francisco, but I also think this one is as much about that man and his team as it was about anything else. Let's talk about odds, shall we? The Bengals began this year with odds to win the title at 10-1. to 
When they started one and three, that dropped all the way to 30 to one. Now they're climbing back. They're at 18 to one. And my advice is, if you want to get on that bandwagon, do it quick because yep. it's going to keep going in that direction. I said this last yesterday on the radio. I can't decide if yeah. you were with me when I said it or not. If you told me right now, barring the Chiefs making some sort of acquisition today before the trade deadline, if you told me I have to pick one team to be in the Super Bowl from the AFC right now, looking at the entirety of it, I would take Cincinnati. Yes. The way they're going. Sometimes we forget how long an NFL season is. Three losses early are bad, but at the end of the day, they're only three losses. They plenty of time to make that up, and they are. Burrow looks healthy. This team is humming. Their defense is elite. I think the Bengals are the team to watch in the AFC. They're following the same script that they follow every year. A slow start, get hot, and then they're the team nobody wants to play. And we've seen them do it in the playoffs a number of times, which gives you confidence to know that they can do it again. And it's kind of the opposite of what Patrick Mahomes is dealing with, where he is looking for a receiver. Ooh, I mean... Burrow's got plenty. Plethora. Plethora. He's got plenty. He's got at least two guys that most people think are number ones on most teams. So it's really nice. It's really scary. And that defense plays really well with the lead in second half. They play Buffalo this week. And as we pointed out, they get off to the slow start. They get things cooking and they move them along. They've won road playoff games in Buffalo and in Kansas yes. City in the last two years. Yeah, listen, when you think about the Kansas City Chiefs and the way that Burrow was playing – any game you walk into, you feel like you're the favorite. I don't care if you're playing the Chiefs, the Bills, the 49ers, because of the way that Burrow plays. I mean, the guy ran for, what, 45 yards, right? He sees he sees everybody vacating. He's going to pull that thing down. That's what he couldn't do weeks one through four, right? So you're seeing him get healthy, and I think you made the best. The defense of this football team flat out got after the 49ers. Now, Trent Williams not being there was a huge – because the left side got caved in time and time again. That is tough to overcome. But with Hubbard, with Hendrickson, with Hill, with Reader, Reader was a mass chaos as well. That that group is really what has changed this team as well. Yeah, there's no question. Look, the concern with the Bengals was, is Burrow's calf going to be an issue all year? Right. right. And if it's not, then they certainly have the experience, as you mentioned, of recovering from a tough start. Now – there's a lot in their way. The schedule's tough. They lost at home to Baltimore. Baltimore right. doesn't look like they're going anywhere, and they got a pretty good lead on them. So uh, it, it might be tough to catch. But they are in this mode now that we've seen them in the last couple of years, which is they look like they can beat literally anyone. I mean, you go, I know San Francisco's not going great, but you go into San Francisco right now and win, that's doing something. Absolutely. And they dominated them. Yes. So, look, they got Buffalo this week. They've obviously had Buffalo's number the last couple of years. I, I think – I think they're on, they're, as long as there's no recurrence of this calf injury, right. I think we can now t- call the Bengals one of the favorites again. They just have some work to do to get back to that, that good seed. It, it feels like with the quarterback being on the field, what it does for the players on the offense is obvious, but what it does for the players on the defense is something that is harder to, to see, but you kind of feel it when you're sure. out there. You see the way they play. They know if we can get them the ball, if we can get a stop right here. No question. Or if we're down, don't give up. Keep fighting. It's all the right. stuff that we say that Aaron Rodgers is bringing to the Jets' sideline. Well, Burrow's bringing it, and he's also bringing, in the game. Uh, uh, yeah, he's <laughs> also bringing some good plays in the game, which helps a lot. Yeah. He's just that good. Yeah, he has to say, right? I mean, Mahomes is the guy that you believe in and we will always believe in. I'm not sure this guy is it next. There are a lot of really good quarterbacks in the NFL, good young quarterbacks, but this guy to me is next. I mean, it, I mean the one, then this guy. Sorry, the, the testament that I can make for Joe Burrow is every quarterback that's in the league right now that's really good came into a good situation. 
Except yeah. for Joe Burrow. Yeah. Joe Burrow came into a bad situation, and all of a sudden we look up, and every year they are in contention. Everyone else that's at the top of the league, they came to a good situation and had time to mature into the players that they are. Joe Burrow ain't that guy. He came in, changed the culture, the yeah. one-man walking culture in touchdown. Yeah, get his ACL blown out first year, right? Like it's big time. Correct. They've won as many playoff games since he got there as they did before. In the entire history, yes. in really? the history of the yes. franchise, that's awesome. and that's a franchise. He's good to two yeah. Super Bowls. No, yeah. he, he's before he got there. I should say, Boy, no, good. he's good. He, I mean, it's exactly right. So let's get to that again. Sports Equinox for sports. Ooh. Let's crash the net. NHL action last night. We started Boston, where the Bruins clawed back from a two nothing deficit to take down the Florida Panthers three two in overtime, avenging their early playoff exit from last season. Win brings the Bruins to eight zero and one on the season. They still haven't lost in regulation. Elsewhere, Arizona Blackhawks get a goal from their young phenom Connor Bedard just 28 seconds into the game as he goes top shelf with a wrister, his fourth goal of the season. Yeah, Unfortunately, it was all downhill from there. They would lose 8-1 to the Coyotes. Finally, in a Winnipeg, the Rangers got a much-needed redirect goal from Chris Kreider and the uh, Kreider, excuse me, in the power play late in the third to tie it. And then Mika Zibanejad finished it off with the Rangers to go a perfect 5-0 on their West Coast road trip. All right, we're rolling along here. Coming up, deadline day in the NFL. We'll tell you the missing piece to the Cowboys offense and who Jerry Jones should be calling right now. Oh, and then James Harden also. We've got Tim Legler working his way in studio. James Harden traded last night while you were sleeping. As we continue, get up on ESPN. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. We are back on Get Up, and in case you were just joining us, something happened this morning that was quite remarkable. Look at Graziano! Oh, Adam. 
skills. It's remarkable about That's that. That's unreal. I didn't know you could juggle. You guys can't do that? He yeah. did it a couple weeks ago. Oh, come on. Yeah. I mean, but that was, you put that one together, Gras. That was fresher, too. I, I am a very talented uh, individual. For a like wet blanket, night. you're an incredible people, people underestimate me. They really do. There's other stuff I can do, too. Uh, I think that was quite many. remarkable. <laughs> I, I do not nice think it's an, an overreaction to say that. That's the best juggling that we've had on our set so far. Okay. Different sizes. So we had that this morning. (laughs) Meanwhile, while you were sleeping, the trade deadline blew up, but in the wrong sport. Woj breaking the news overnight that the Clippers have acquired James Harden from the 76ers in a blockbuster deal. We're talking seven players, four draft picks, and a pick swap. Let me show you all the names here. There's a lot on your screen so you can see. This took a lot of doing to get done. Harden and two others going to the Clips. Philly gets four vets. They get two first-round picks, two second-round picks, and a future pick swap as well. So we've had Woj on live this morning uh, with all the insight into how the deal got done, and here's our man Timmy Legs to talk about the, the aftermath. So this is something we knew was coming eventually, we figured. What does it mean? What's your number one takeaway now that the deal has been done? Well, my first takeaway was I was told I could sleep in because I wasn't on early on Get Up, and I roll <laughs> over and I see a bunch of missed calls. I knew what had happened without even looking at my phone. Okay. All right, so I look at this situation. First, I say, what took so long? Because this was the obvious eventual landing place for James Harden. And they had to recalibrate, I think, the Sixers, what they thought they could get. They were desperately trying to get Terrence Mann. They thought James Harden's probably worth a little bit more. A few years ago, this trade would have looked different. Now, this is what you get for James Harden. You get some guys in their mid-30s who are role players, who are primarily defenders, a spot of three-point shooters, and then the picks, that, that's a whole other issue you can discuss if they have any value whatsoever. James Harden needed to leave Philadelphia for that organization to move forward and get out from under this black cloud in the malaise that James Harden has caused there. They have a guy in the wings that we needed to see what his ceiling was. Early returns this year, I think you're seeing what Tyrese Maxey's ceiling is. Okay, so now you have another legitimate star-caliber talent to give the basketball to. This is going to be significantly better for Joel Embiid's body language, demeanor, his general general state of health mentally when he goes to the arena because you're not going to worry about in the postseason is James Harden going to shrink when you have to have him and that affects Embiid. Don't have to worry about that. And you've got back pieces that can help them now with their size, their length, their ability to defend, and their ability to space the floor around Embiid and Maxi. So this deal makes a lot of sense for Philadelphia. They got better Anybody that thinks they know what this is going to mean to the Clippers are trying to sell you something because there are massive leaps of faith you're going to have to take to think that this is going to work out with some seamless integration with James Harden going to the Clippers and those guys all stay healthy. And that's right. Look, I mean, I'm trying to wrap my head around what to say about James Harden and what his place is going to be when someday we try and characterize his career. In the last four years, he has been on the Rockets, on the Nets, on the Sixers, and now here he goes out to the Clippers each time because he just decided he didn't want to be there anymore and made no secret of it and forced his way from one place to the next, to the next, to the next. And the one thing all those teams have in common, we'll see what happens in L.A., is they didn't necessarily get better for his having been there. So how do we characterize the player that the Clippers are getting? I think the best way to characterize James Harden is this is one of the most unstoppable offensive forces in the history of this league, and that's how he's going to be regarded. He's not going to be a guy that's going to be regarded as a winner or a leader, regardless of how this turns out with the Clippers. Because even if those guys do stay healthy and they make a run and they get all the way, to me, that's going to be because Kawhi Leonard stayed healthy. And they already had enough to contend without James Harden. 
that's the thing. Now, Harden and Westbrook being paired up again, and Westbrook actually looks pretty good at the start of the year, and his energy has been great. How does this affect Russell Westbrook going forward? And, and is this an insurance policy to give you that offense you're going to need on nights when you're not playing Kawhi Leonard or Paul George? And who knows if you're left without either one of those guys in the postseason, this isn't going to have any significance at all for the Clippers in terms of how you view them against teams like Denver and the Lakers and Phoenix. I don't think they're on that level. Let's see what happens. Revisit the Clippers in a couple of months. I know right now, this instant, the Philadelphia 76ers are better, they're more relevant, and they've got a better chance against teams like Milwaukee and Boston as we sit here today. I don't know yet about the Clippers. I've got to see what's going to happen. With I them. completely agree with you. I think on, on an enormous level, this is, <clears throat> pardon me, addition by subtraction in Philadelphia. Let me run the floor while I've got you here. Great performances in the NBA last night. Warriors 3-0 on the road, 42 from Steph. Is their championship window still open? Yeah, it definitely is. And as long as you haven't seen any decline in that player, yes, the Golden State Warriors are still in the mix and Steph Curry looks as good as he as he did you know, when he's 28 years old it's really amazing to think that he could come out of the gates looking like this yes the Warriors are still in the hunt because of how special Steph Curry is and he had another one of those nights last Let's night talk about another special player Giannis had 33 Dame Lillard 25 Milwaukee by eight over Miami. What do you like most about the pairing? Well, I think the best thing about this is the pressure it takes off of Giannis Antetokounmpo to decide matters late in games. And that, that is when Giannis has gotten himself in some trouble and the Bucs have had some issues in the postseason because he tried to do a little bit too much. And at times, if his jump shot fails him, his free throws are not there. Now you've got an issue closing games. That's not the case now with Damian Lillard. It takes pressure off of Giannis, and you saw that in their first game. Talk about the Lakers. We have wondered a lot about Anthony Davis early this season. Last night, he gave them everything you could ask for. 26 points, 19 rebounds, 5 assists, 3 blocks in a game that they won. But it went right down to the wire. What stood out to you most? Well, his physicality. You know, he makes a huge difference when he is ready to play that physical and be that engaged. And this is something about Anthony Davis we're going to continue to talk about because he will have other nights when it's a little bit more passive and drifts, and then you wonder about the Lakers because of the age of the roster and everything else. I think they're a Tier 1 team, meaning I think there are five teams right now as I sit here that I say these are the five teams that you expect one of those to win a championship at the end of the year. The Lakers are in that category. Phoenix, Denver, Milwaukee, Boston are the other four. Then you've got that next layer of teams where I would put a team like Golden State, probably have to put the Clippers into that category as well if a lot of things go right. Philadelphia probably in that category. There are five teams I think that clearly you would expect to pick one out of a hat and say this team's going to win a championship this year. I think the Lakers are on that level when Anthony Davis looks the way he did last night and, and, and most nights, honestly. Well, uh, So that's maybe why we trust the Nuggets so much because we think we know what we're going to get from them. The Clippers come with all these ifs. The Suns come with all these ifs. And the Lakers, Anthony Davis, feels like he's a little bit of an if. If all the answers come back, yes. If, if, if all those things work out. Do the Clippers become the favorite, dare I ask? I, I mean, with, if, if, if those guys are healthy and they're playing together, that, that, is, that is a lethal combination of with, talent. With such a small sample size, Greeny, for some of these other teams adding key pieces, Denver is still the team I'm giving the benefit of the doubt to. The yeah. core continuity in their starting five is so special. They played almost a perfect first quarter opening night. It just doesn't happen that teams look that good to start the year on ring night. Their off seasons were different. Number one, they were shorter because they went all the way to the finals. Also, just the attention they get, their, their focus, everything is different. Then you come into the season, you go through ring night. You're, you're sort of in a fog. It's surreal. You come out a lot of nights, those teams look really flat to start the game. 
they come out and play a perfect game offensively in the first quarter, it tells you where they are as a unit. Now, we have questions about their bench. They lost some key pieces. Early returns, their bench looks pretty good with some of these new parts that they're incorporating and playing a lot of minutes. These other teams, Phoenix, I need to see them together for a while. I need to see the Lakers. I need to see the Clippers. I need to see Lillard and Antetokounmpo longer, right? I need to see Porzingis longer in Boston. I don't need to see much with Denver. I know what they have. That's why, for me, I'm giving them the respect and the benefit of the doubt of saying they are the favorite right now until we see more out of these other teams. You want to see the Lakers and Clippers? We've got them tomorrow night. Legs, outstanding as always. Thank you. Tomorrow night, our doubleheader will start with Zion and the Pelicans taking on OKC. And then we will see the battle for L.A. We know Kawhi will be there. Let's see if James Harden is there. LeBron and company, Clippers, Lakers, tomorrow night. Coverage tips off with NBA Countdown 7 Eastern on ESPN. All right, let's run the hurry up now back to the NFL. That is trade deadline day there. Dan Graziano help us with a few questions. What is the latest on Devontae Adams after his frustration in their loss last night? Probably more frustration and more losses. I, I do not believe that the Raiders plan to move him by the deadline. I think it's possible he's on a different team next year, but every time I've checked in on this, what I've been told is no, there will be no Devontae Adams deal. Could things change by 4 o'clock? Of course, they always could. But as of now, no, I do not believe he will be moved. Talk to me about Derrick Henry. His name has been out there a little. Derrick Henry has almost $6 million left on his contract. There, I mean, maybe, maybe half the league could afford to, to add that to their cap right now. But the problem is you would have had to restructure his deal before 4 o'clock yesterday in order to get him on your roster today. I think that position is not one teams are looking to spend on. Given what it would take to get him, Given how much it would cost, I don't think there's a team out there that's going to give the Titans enough to make it worth it, especially if they're trying to keep the team strong around a rookie quarterback. And then the Giants make a move yesterday, sending Leonard Williams to Seattle. What happened there? Well, Dominique just ran in front of the camera. That's the thing that happens. Sometimes Dominique forgets how live TV works. Uh, (laughs) Leonard Williams said, look, Seattle needed help on the interior of the uh, defensive line. The Giants were willing to pay basically all of his remaining $10 million salary in order to get a second-round pick from Seattle. They, they obviously decided they were going to move on from Leonard Williams at the end of the year. And the Giants, I don't know if you've seen him play lately, look like they're going to need some picks. Absolutely. So they're making those kind of moves, and you wonder if they're willing to do that, they're willing to wave the proverbial white flag, would they be willing to trade Saquon Barkley even though they have publicly said they will not? I don't think they will. No, I, I, do not, I do not believe that's in their plans at all. Again, I never say never because I think that's foolish. But, no, I would be very, very surprised if the Giants changed course and moved Saquon Barkley before today's deadline. They've told him they're not going to do it. They've told us they're not going to do it. I think there are other guys on that roster that could get moved, but I don't think he's one of them. I mean, I I get it when we all assume that because the team's out of it, they should dump all of their talented players. But I think that Brian Dayball is still trying to build something there culture-wise. And they didn't pay Saquon, but I still think that what his influence is on the locker room is something that they want to keep there so they can continue to build and get better. I wish that they would have paid him if they're going to keep him there and maybe they will and get that value out of him. But it does suggest to me when everyone just says throw him out that they don't understand how a locker room works. You know, I don't want to throw him out. I, I I think you'd almost be doing him a favor. Yeah. I want him to go win a Super Bowl. Yeah, but you're but, doing him a favor, but you're hurting your team. The, the yeah. trade I would like to see, and you talked about it earlier, is Derrick Henry to the Cowboys. I, I everyone tells me it's not going to happen, and so I okay. accept that it's not going to happen. 
but I think it would make all the sense in the world it, for it, Dallas. It, it, absolutely. Listen, I, I've said it a number. You're going in as the third or fourth best team into the playoffs. If Derrick Henry is your running back, it changes the dynamic in the NFC. You think about how good Philly's defensive line is and defenses. Go being able to control the clock. Go run it like Mike McCarthy says. Listen, Derrick Henry, 437 yards after contact this season. You know how many he has before? 89. So what does that mean? Every time the dude touches the ball, he's getting almost three yards after contact. He runs through. You, you, he can create a run game without the offensive line playing its best. And if you look at the Cowboys, their offensive line has not played great, especially in the run game. you got a small back in Tony Pollard. This is not a slight on him. You need a ground and pound if you want to play that the was, way that McCarthy wants to play. That was the special thing about Zeke. Even when he wasn't at his very best, he would turn two yards into four yards. Yes. And second and eight is a lot different than yes. second and six. And I think adding somebody like uh, Derrick Henry could help a lot. I don't know what it would cause them to compromise in the future, though. And that's where yeah. we get into this debate that I Maybe think should, both sides are, are valid, honestly. Maybe they should try and get Zeke back. Patriots aren't going anywhere. <laughs> I mean, it would make – but Derrick Henry, Henry. Derrick Henry is Zeke times something. Right. And, He's and, compensated and, accordingly. And, and, and I think yeah. that would be – listen, you took about $6 say, million dollars in a or third round pick and $6 million. If you're the Cowboys, that does not hurt your organization in the future, and it potentially gets you to so, – listen, Tom Brady well, just that, won that it in Tampa. So I don't want to that doesn't sound like something it. that the Titans would want. So, like, the, right. the Titans right now have something in a quarterback that they're like, hey, we got something. Let's yeah. figure it out. Um Doing a fire sale right now. Take Derrick Henry away from him. But undercut whatever. Um, yeah. So you, it would cost a lot if I'm the Titans to come get Derrick Henry. That's a different conversation. Right. If the Titans aren't willing to do it, that's one thing. You're making it sound like the Cowboys don't want to do it in the first place, and that's the part it's of it that rubs me wrong. It's not just about taking on the $6 million. It's also giving up a pick. It's probably got to be a second-round pick or better. Oof. Like that, I don't yeah. think that's worth it. I don't know. They haven't been to the Super Bowl. I don't Super think the Cowboys do either. Years. Hey, keep watching. Be fun to watch. <laughs> we'll all watch it together in Vegas. Right? We'll see. We got, till, we got six <laughs> hours and change. We're counting. We'll see what happens. Coming up, we'll talk more about the Cowboys. They got a monster showdown game this week. It's Dak. It's Hurts. Which quarterback has the edge? The question might not be so obvious. And speaking of not so obvious questions, mm. spooky Ooh. himbo time for Graziano. What is the most common coaching matchup in the history of the rivalry. Look at this. Somebody left a pancake here. Oh, <laughs> yeah. How long is it in there? Things. The answer is next. <laughs> Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. 
Shopify.com slash network. All right, we're back on Get Up. We are about to do the trivia question. Yes. But Wait, something incredible has just no, happened. No one's going to remember that. It is. Come on in here. Come on in, big fella. Uh, this, ladies and gentlemen, the artist, is Chris Canty. Formerly known as, and I was on Unsportsmanlike like this morning. He is full-on three princes in one. <laughs> and we looked at height at 5'2", 112 like pounds. We, it, it's three in one. You play that thing? Uh, I cannot play Okay. Wow, this guy was but I will say it took me a while after clarifying myself in this Show this morning, but I am here. Oh, God. Outstanding. Looking good. Fantastic. Looking good. Anybody watch? Let's see how. There's a lot of pressure. I'm thrown off. We've got a lot going on here. Here's today's trivia question. Feel free to throw in an answer if you think you know it. What do you think is the most common coaching matchup in the history of the Cowboys-Eagles rivalry? I mean, it's always Landry and somebody. Landry was a Cowboys coach for like 100 years, so it's got to be him. I... Dick Vermeil? Tom Landry, Dick Vermeil. <laughs> That's right. Yeah! I know you would, and I, I would appreciate it Yik, in this yik. hypothetical universe. We have to hey. let Canton go back to radio. Outstanding, my man. Yeah, that, man. that is going all the way. That's a, that's, a, that's a lot of material, it's too, though. That's a lot of material. That's a lot of material. Well, we've never worked on big You look great. Even down to the chiffon You look, you look great. Ain't no doubt. Crushed it. How can you just leave me standing alone in a world that's so cold? Well done. 29-11, Graziano all over Hembo. Well done, Chris Canty. Meanwhile, next order of business. We're going to talk about these Eagles and Cowboys coming up this weekend. Jerry Jones says he doesn't want to poke the bear. Dak Prescott doesn't have that concern. Okay. Jerry did say he didn't want to talk about the Eagles because he's learned his lesson. So He didn't want to poke the bear. He didn't want to poke the bear is what he said. <laughs> well, poor honey on me, I always say that, you know. You see me and a bear in a fight, poor honey on me. So he can poke it. It's part of it. It's part of the National Football League. Whether we talk or not, we know what's ahead of us. Uh, great opponent. Um, excited for it. I feel like the one person we all turn to now, Jeff, is you. Um, is that a thing? technique to, to confront a bear? Hey, bear! That's what you got to give him right there. <laughs> Honey? I'm not, I'm not going with that one. What uh, do you think of that? How about Dak Prescott saying, "I'm let's go into Philly, I'm I love ready. it. I love it. Listen, he's playing good. I mean, there's been a lot of naysayers, too, in this studio alone. I'm in the family. No longer is Dominique. I like where we are. Dak played probably his best game last week. I mean, listen, I'm, I'm fired up for the matchup. I think it's going to be exciting. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it also. And, I, I mean, I wouldn't have chose the words of pour honey on me, but he's playing really <laughs> he's playing really well. And he's right to have – it's not going to change anything if you act all timid and humble. That's they right. They didn't know that this game matters. Everyone yes. knows that it matters. And I think Dak Prescott standing up there and telling his team that he is going to show up, it means something. It could matter a lot. In fact, I asked the crew here if we were doing a tale of the tape, which we at times have been known to do, which team would you give the edge at quarterback to this week? This we are week. not asking. This week. Which one are you starting a team with? So if someone is going to screenshot this, by no means do I want right. it to say. Well, I'm sure they'll the, do it with the, the appropriate context. But, but the point is, th- for this moment in time, yes. 
Dak is playing better in part because Hertz isn't healthy. He's, exactly. he's, he's Look, and he's playing, and he's practicing, and he's got, he's got a knee issue that he is he's powering through. But I think it's fair to say when you watch that it's affecting him somewhat. Right. They're yeah. winning again. Everything. He, he's a stud. Watch this I, I Love everything about him. But that? okay, we're splitting hairs here. Dak's playing at a high level right now, and he seems to be healthy. You know what? The thing about Dak, though, remember Week One, right? They score early on defense. They score early on special teams. They're up big, and they just Dak stops throwing it, right? We're going to run the ball. The weather's bad, whatever. On Sunday, they score early on defense. They score early on special teams, and he keeps throwing it. Why? They're not blocking well in the run game. He's on fire. They decide, hey, we're going to lean into this. He's playing with a lot of confidence right now. We'll let him throw to C.D. Lamb. Derrick Henry. Pretty smart. Jeff still wants them to make the Derrick Henry trade. Talk to me about Jalen Hurts. I picked Jalen Hurts, and I'm sorry, Tad, and I'm fine with being excommunicated. It's okay. (laughs) But I picked Jalen Hurts because of number 11. Just throw it in that direction. A.J. Brown is Uh. balling. And also, that offensive line. Jeff? I'm really disappointed in you. You picked the team with the worst offensive line. I did the team with offensive line. I didn't question the team. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. We didn't pick, that wasn't for who's going to win the game. That was which quarterback would be. And I'm, I'm going that because of Hurts' injury. Okay. And I do think Dow, I do think Dallas can create problems up front as good as they can rush the passer the with a guy who's limited with a knee brace. Like you saw, it, it, it wasn't like a little, like it's a massive yeah. knee brace. Hopefully he does play through it. But it, when, when you talk about an injured guy versus a completely healthy guy, I did not pick anybody to win. Don't, don't try to put that on me. Don't cast that on oh, me. It's too late. I don't take your devils, bro. <laughs> I don't take them. <laughs> I do think Dallas defense in better shape than Phillies right now, right? Yes. Yeah, they're having some – and who knows, maybe Phillies defense could be a lot better by 4 o'clock this afternoon right. for all we know. But right now they're having some you issues. some news? I'm just saying the man likes to trade. Okay. Yes, right? Fair. Well, they made the big acquisition. winning now. They did make the big acquisition on defense last week, bringing in Bayard. And we will see. It may not be a massive game. The Cowboys – I feel like the Cowboys have a lot to prove. They need to prove they can beat one of the really good teams yeah. in the NFC. This yeah. game, I think, will go a long way this towards convincing a lot of people. I, Dak Prescott, they're going to pour some honey on him. Let's see how he does <laughs> up against those Eagles. Uh, tonight, we have the exclusive reveal of the first college football playoff top 25 rankings of the season. Reese and the guys breaking them down top to bottom. Coaches, reactions, live interview with the committee chairman, Boo Corrigan. All that 7 Eastern on ESPN and the ESPN app. Meanwhile, up next, it's first take time. Full reaction to the James Harden trade. Plus, what now for Devontae Adams, Molly, Stephen A., Shannon, Legler, McAfee, and many more. Top of the hour on ESPN. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, well, don't forget our next ESPN NHL matchup is tonight. Anze Kopitar and the Kings facing Austin Matthews and the Maple Leafs. Coverage begins 8 Eastern before we take off again one more time. Uh, we, just, we were just all so impressed. Look at Giano oh. getting it done on this Halloween. How about it, boy? I mean, that was so unexpected, especially coming from the wet blanket. That he, I mean, he really turned the whole thing into a party. Don't that. pigeonhole me. That's hey. all I'm saying. <laughs> Don't put me in a box. Derrick Henry, get him traded today. It's not going to happen. Make it happen. Make it happen. Saquon Barkley. Something. Anything. Uh, Not Saquon either.
First take now. No Sorry. fun. No fun.